Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Blessings to you. This is a great day. This is the day the Lord's made, and we are again going to rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that this week has been a good one for you. I hope every day is a good one for you. I hope you honor God. And folks, if you fall, if you sin before God, go to him and ask for forgiveness. Ask him to walk with you to help you, to help you become better. Lord, help me become better. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to be with every person listening today. Lord, that they would not get so down on themselves because they have sinned before you or have done something they shouldn't have done, but Lord, they would ask forgiveness. And Lord, you would grant forgiveness as you say you will. And God, you went to the cross for us and for our sins. And Lord, help us to make better decisions every day. And Lord, turn things around. If we're going the wrong direction, help us to turn things around. Help us to be people that will be an example to the world. And people will see you in us. Lord, we want people to see you. We want people to know you, people to walk with you. Lord, I thank you so much for those that take time to listen to Christian radio, Christian TV. Lord, they attend services. Lord, they're faithful in their walk with you. Lord, give us all the discipline we need to be men and women of God. I love you. I thank you for this opportunity to share today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, I think for us to be effective and have effective living, we need to have a peace. Peace versus possessions. You know, sometimes we talk, uh, you know, we've talked earlier on about possessions and how it brings temporary happiness. I mean, look, we all like nice things. You know, I love going on nice trips when I have an opportunity this summer, I had an opportunity to go to Maine with my family and and my in-laws and my friend Joy. We had a great time going down the coastline of Maine. I'd never been to Maine in my life, and it was just such a relaxing, quiet, great place. And, you know, I enjoy some of those things. You might say finer things in life. I don't get to do a lot of those things, but I was able uh, to do that. I love September, uh, when football starts, I love football. I I was raised in a sports family. I had four. We I had three brothers, four of us boys. My father was a terrific athlete, and and uh, we were raised in the sports field. That's that was our entertainment. We went to game after game after game. In fact, my my son, when he was alive, uh, he went to he probably went to over a hundred games in his first five years of life with us. That was just part of his. Uh, Life and my daughter the same way. They grew up sports. They grew up loving sports. My daughter today is a huge sports fan. Is a huge Boise State uh, football fan and basketball fan, and she just loves those things. I mean, her and, and then she married a uh, uh, Tyler, my son-in-law, who uh, he's he's probably more of a sports fan than I am. I mean, he's amazing. He played high school basketball in Redding, California, and he's a little point guard. He's like five foot seven. You know, my daughter, I think I've told you before, has got her mother's size, and she's four foot eleven. And even though I'm six two, and my wife is five two, my wife's family, aunts and grandmas were all like five foot or five one or four eleven. And so my daughter somehow 
got that size. Everybody always says, how could she be your daughter and be that small? Well, I don't know how Jean's works, but I know she's my daughter. And I know that uh, she loves Jesus with all her heart. But they have a passion for sports, too. So we all have passions for things. Some people have passions. They have really nice cabins. They spend a lot of time in their cabins. It's really enjoyable. Some people have really nice boats. My friend Todd I go out with has a really nice boat. We go out. Uh, I, I'm going to say I used to ski, but I go out for the boat ride now. And, and it's a great time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with enjoying life as long as you put Jesus Christ first in your life, that he is first in every part of your life. It's when Jesus gets shoved to the side where there's a problem, and that's called idolatry. Anything that comes before God is idolatry. Well, we we uh, think about temporary happiness. Moses looked past treasures to his reward. Moses, he re, in fact, 11, uh, Hebrews eleven twenty six says he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than treasure of Egypt, because he was looking ahead for his eternal reward. I believe sometimes we think heaven is so far off, but in truth, it's like a blink of an eye. Your life is a mist, the Bible says. It will go away in a hurry. Folks, are you ready for it to go away? If you're called home, are you going to be home with Jesus? Are you going to spend eternity in the most beautiful, magnificent place that he has prepared for us called heaven? I hope so. I hope none of us live with the anticipation that we will live until we're real old and then we'll make the right things with God at the very end. I hope that you're not playing with fire. I hope you're not playing with your salvation. I hope you're not playing with eternity, throwing your dice and hoping it comes up cat eyes. But you're saying, Lord, I'm going to love you. I'm going to choose to love you every day. And Lord, if I slip and stumble, I am going to get back up again and make a better choice next time. People, we've got to make greater choices. All of us, myself included, we all have to make better choices all the time. That's how we learn. James says we learn through trials. We grow through our trials. We develop maturity through our trials. You're going to have them. You're going to have situations that you're not really happy about, but you're going to grow through it if you stay in touch with the Master. I'm very pleased that uh, many of you take an opportunity to serve in the community and you stretch your personal time to make a difference in God's work. You know, we have a lot of community events. We have prayer rallies. We have uh, walks of all sorts of types. We have gatherings. We had the harvest gathering uh, last year. We have all sorts of things. We had hundreds and hundreds of volunteers for that. People, some of you volunteer in your in your church. Thank you for doing that. If you don't, you should. You should volunteer because all churches need help in their nursery, in their children's program, youth program, adult program, uh, older folks program. Uh, People, we need to be used by God. We need to be used by God. And even if you gave an hour a month, just an hour a month, something to serve. God has called all of us to be ministers, not all of us to be pastors, but ministers doing something about the big picture and changing some things in our own lives to make it happen. 
I don't know of anything that could be more fulfilling than helping people grow in their lives and helping minister the love of God to people. See, God knows your heart. He knows what you're about. He knows your priorities. You can't fool him. You can fool your friends. You can fool your family, but you can't fool God. Sometimes uh, we think that uh, God doesn't see. But just like Adam and Eve, he saw their sin. He knew everything that was going on. He sees our sin. He sees what's going on in our lives. He sees what's going on behind closed doors. He sees our heart and our mind. And many times he's saying, look, I'm giving you an opportunity to come to me, to ask me to help you, because I'm there to help you. Never take your eye, folks, off the goal. Never take your eye off the goal. Many of you, like myself, enjoy like Olympics and different sporting events. And to be an Olympic champion, you have to have your eyes on the goal. Uh, last week, I just uh, watched a little gym, gymnastics, and one of the girls, it was terrific, I can't remember her name, it showed a clip of her when she was seven years old, and it was so cute. She was just saying, well, my goal is to someday be in the 2022 Olympics or something to that nature, and and I just, I got to work real hard. Well, now she made it. She won. She was uh, an amazing, that was amazing to have that testimony on there, but she kept her eyes on the prize. So this brings up the question that we must all ponder. What is our goal in life? Is it centered around the earthly, or is it centered around our walk with God? Where does it fit in? Where's our priorities? Do we have priorities? Or do we just live and let live? And I'll be honest, folks, there's been times in my life I've just lived and let live instead of living by a priority. And I want to live by priority. I want to do what God wants me to do. And I want to keep moving forward the best to my ability. And with his help of the Holy Spirit, hopefully guiding my life in every way, I just want to follow him. You know, I don't think any of us are going to be perfect people. Now, sometimes we're going to get angry. Sometimes somebody's going to tick us off. That's going to happen. But the Bible tells us, be angry, but don't sin. He knew we we're going to be angry. He knew emotions. Jesus was angry when he went in the temple, and they were desecrating. He was angry. He had a holy anger. You know, he, I'm sure he was ang angry when he saw people sinning, when he saw people going to stone the lady in adultery. You know, and, they, and that's when he said, you, you without sin, you cast the first stone. People of God, we got to realize that. we got to focus on the eternal. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18, the apostle Paul says this, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us, eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, what is unseen is eternal. So yes, we focus on what is unseen because it is eternal. Eternal is forever and ever. Are you going to live forever and ever with the Lord Jesus Christ and enjoy the bounties of heaven? The Bible teaches us, in the new and the old, to recognize the power of God and our, that Jesus is our Lord and Savior and to respond to his call to be children of God, led by the Holy Spirit of God, who dwells deep within our hearts, to lead us, to help shape who we are and what we are about. 
analyze. Say, Lord, where am I at with you? Lord, I want to be for want you to be first place in my life. He will help you. He will give you that strength. He wants you to walk with him. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.